friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Today is a very special episode. I'm very excited for today's episode because we are busting a myth. Oh yeah. I feel like I need like a like a little jingle for these Mythbuster episodes. You know, so someone who's a little tech savvy, good with good with the jams, help a girl out and I'll give you the monies for it, okay? It'll be lots of fun. Okay, so today we are busting the myth that you can target specific areas to lose fat. So Obviously, spoiler alert here, it ain't true. You can't do that, but we're going to dive into it. And I'm super excited. We're going to nerd out a little bit. I uh, got some studies for you. It'll be it'll be lots of freaking fun. Okay, so um, targeted fat loss, spot reduction, whatever you want to call it. It um, I would say was, but it, it still is a, a pretty popular idea that it's just got to go. Okay. It's it's just got to go. Like, how about no? Please tell me you got that reference. Dr. Evil, Austin Powers, you know, if you watch Hulu, yeah, I'm sure you've had that ad at some point. <laughs> I love that ad. But anywho, all right. So while it's a very popular idea, it's just got to freaking go. It's got to go. And to be completely honest, like it it would kind of make sense that you can burn excess fat by exercising a specific muscle group, but it's just not true. I would love to say like, hey, sister, go do 100 crunches a day for the next seven days and you'll get a six pack. It's not the case, okay? Nutrition, consistent training, genetics all play a huge, huge role in how visible your abs will be. You can absolutely strengthen your core. And I'm not saying don't do ab workouts. You absolutely should be doing ab workouts because they're very good for that core strength. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, they're easy to mix in. And if, if you're doing any sort of weight training, you're more than likely incorporating abs anyway. So while you should be incorporating abs, you can't, you can't expect them or rely on them to target specific fat loss around the midsection. Okay. Your genetics are going to play a huge, huge role in it, role in this. And I laugh with my friend Kirsten all the time of like, this girl will literally, she could go to the gym for two weeks and have six pack abs. Like that's her genetics, like are a godsend. She has amazing genetics. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. She Kirsten works her ass off in the gym. Like when she goes to the gym, she goes freaking hard. Um, but her genetics also help. And, and, she has visible abs because of that. Where me, on the other hand, I may never have visible abs. You know, it it kind of just depends on the different genetics. So it goes person to person. And side note here, because most of the targeted fat loss or spot reduction is either coming from mainly probably the number one is is the midsection, your your stomach area. Um, you're not going to target that. So focus more on having a strong core versus looking like somebody who has six six pack abs. Okay, so anywho, rant over. Moving on to my first study. Well, it's not my study, but it's a study that I read. Um, Anywho, so in 1971, this study was conducted by the University of California, Irvine, and it was conducted on tennis players. Okay, so what this study basically found is while, yes, it is completely reasonable to, to think or to assume that 
the fat you burn while exercising comes from the area around the muscles you're using. It's just not true. It's just not accurate. Okay. So, um, in this study, they looked at tennis players, um, because these tennis players, their right and left arms, basically. So their dominant and non-dominant hands have been used consistently. Um, but they have been subjected to different amounts of exercise over the years because it, I mean, think about it, just the average person, tennis players alone, tennis players aside, um, you're, you're going to use your dominant side a lot more than you're going to use your non-dominant side. But Anywho, um, basically what they were getting at here is if spot reduction were a valid concept, one would expect the player's dominant arm to have a thinner layer of subcutaneous fat compared to their non-dominant arm. So before I go any further, subcutaneous fat is the fat stored just beneath your skin. You also have fat stored around your organs. They, they protect your organs, um, but that's, that's called visceral fat. Okay, so you have subcutaneous fat, which so if you were to like pinch the skin on your arm – that's subcutaneous fat right there under the skin. So when the research researchers were measuring like the thickness of the subcutaneous fat, they measured it at specific points on these players' arms and they found that no statistically significant difference was in their right arm versus their left arm. Like there was no significant difference. And you would think that, okay, since they're using their dominant arm more, if, if you really could spot reduce, they would have like, very little fat in that arm. Well, they still could, and it could be very similar to their left arm or their right arm, whatever's their non-dominant. But so for example, I was a softball player and I pitched for a really long time. So for a really long time, my right shoulder was so much bigger than my left. And it they just, they were very imbalanced. So you would think of, okay, well, Link was a pitcher. And even just, even if you just want to take like an infielder, someone who's throwing a lot on their right side or their left side, I keep doing this, whatever their dominant side was, that muscle is getting worked that much more. So you would think the fat around that muscle would be less on their dominant arm than on their non-dominant arm, right? Not the case. In reality, I had a huge shoulder because of the muscle, not because of the lack of fat in that arm, but it was the muscle, right? So you cannot target fat loss, or else it would have shown through our sports right there. Uh, but then there was also another study done in 2007, led by the University of Connecticut. So they took 104 participants, and they put them through a 12-week supervised resistance training program where their non-dominant arm was selectively exercised. Then they did MRI assessments of the subcutaneous fat before the program and after the program so they could compare and it revealed that fat loss tended to be generalized rather than occurring only in the trained arm. Okay, so for 12 weeks, they focused on training their non-dominant arm. There was no fat loss in that specific arm. It was an overall fat. I mean, yeah, there, there was fat loss in that arm, but more so it was generalized to the entire body, not just that specific arm, if that makes sense. So I do want to break this down a little bit more without going full-blown science nerd with like big fancy words and all that shit. So basically a, a rough summary is you have what are called trig triglycerides. Okay. This is a type of fat in your blood. Okay. So you have the fat cells in your blood. Trig triglycerides are there, but your muscles 
Okay, so when you're training and you're exercising and you're lifting weights, your muscles cannot use these triglycerides as a fuel source. Okay, your muscles do not use triglycerides as a fuel source. Your muscles use ATP as a fuel source, which if you've been in the fitness realm for any sort of time, you may have heard this, you may not have heard this, you've probably heard about ATP, but ATP is the fuel source for your muscles. So in order to get that energy from fat, your body has to break down the triglycerides into fatty acids and glycerol. And then after they're broken down, they enter the bloodstream. Okay, so from there, that fat broken down can be used as fuel from anywhere in the body. It hits the bloodstream and it's going wide, right? It's not going to just specifically hit or target that part that you're working. Okay. I would also like to add that your body's main source of energy during a workout is, is the carbs. It's, it's, that's your main fuel source. Okay. Then after that, after the, the carbs are depleted, then that fat kicks in and that's when your, your body's using the fat. But this is, this is on longer sessions of exercise. Okay. So long sessions of exercise is when you're going to tap into, into that fat store. Right. But anywho, when we are doing that stuff and it's all broken down and it hits our bloodstream, it's now it's now working overall. It's not just, again, you can't do 100 crunches or sit-ups or whatever and expect it to just target that one area. It's just not going to work that way, okay? So on top of all of that awesome science stuff, there's also the fact that your nutrition and your exercise program as a whole will play a role in the fat loss that you that you see, the results that you get, okay? So I've talked about this in other episodes, but your program is very, very important for your overall goals. Because if you're focusing primarily on cardio, while yes, you could still lose fat, you're also going to lose muscle. Okay. You're also going to lose muscle. I had a client who, before we started working together, she was in the wash up to winning mastermind. Before she joined the mastermind, she was running like six, seven miles a day. And she still wasn't seeing the results that she wanted. So when she started the mastermind and she was doing cardio like twice a week for half, less than half the time that she was doing her six, seven miles, she started losing fat, building more muscle. And this girl lost like 18 pounds in the first mastermind. It was insane. But she transitioned out of the cardio only into a weight training with cardio as a tool and dialed in her nutrition And boom, like magic, we got the look that she wanted, right? So if you want that like toned, I hate the word toned, but toned appearance or like just the defined appearance, you have to incorporate weight training as the foundation of your program with cardio as an additional tool. And then of course, nutrition is very, very important as well. It's extremely important. So if you're prioritizing your nutrition and your weight training and then using cardio as your secondary tool, you will absolutely, absolutely lose fat. No doubt in my mind, you will lose fat. And you're going to build some beautiful muscle and it's going to be popping because you'll have shed that layer of fat. And you're going to be feeling like a goddamn queen, the queen that you freaking are. Okay, so summing all of this up, you cannot target fat loss or or like spot reduce, whatever you want to call it. And two, nutrition and weight training are, again, extremely important if you want to lose fat and look defined, aka be toned, okay? You have to incorporate those things. So 
as always, if you have any questions, please, please, please let me know. I would also love if you took a quick second to rate and review the podcast, share it with a friend. Okay. This one is a big one to share. Get this message out there. Okay. Get this message out there because if not, people are going to continue to waste their time with ridiculous ab exercises. And I can say that because I've been there. I was that girl, but yeah. So share this with a friend, share it out on your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever the hell you want to share it, but get it out there. Let's get this message out there and really help people achieve their goals so we can all be feeling a one. All right. All right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you love this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.